Before we get into the show and introduce today's guest, I would just like to thank United Medical Credit for being sponsors of this podcast and of the Business of Dentistry. As a matter of fact, they have a special offer for Business of Dentistry members, 0% merchant fees for the rest of the year, and 30% discount for life after that. You can get that special deal by either going to DocOffInvestments.com and clicking on the deal section, or by going directly to www.unitedmedicalcredit.com forward slash TBOD. Thanks again, UMC. Welcome to the Dear Doc Podcast, where we will discuss the business of running a dental practice with a panel of experts. Now, your host, Dr. Christopher Hoffpower. Hey folks, this is Doc Hoffpower, and I'm coming to you from my studio here in Alvin, Texas. Now, Thank you for giving us your time to listen to this Facebook Live. And later on, if you've missed something, it'll also be put out as a podcast. Now, today I've got a special guest, Mr. David Ornette. Now, David has a degree in business from Brigham Young University and an MBA from the University of Phoenix. Um, he's owned and operated a couple of different dental practices, and he is the co-founder of Denimax, which is what we're going to be talking about today. So, David, in 2000. I believe you you started Denimax. Is that correct? Yeah, all those years ago. It's hard to believe it's gone by so fast. I've gotten older over the years. You know, I, I, uh, I think all of us have. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a drill. By in our software, I have an original demo of our software. I have pictures of my kids, and they were little kids. Now I have two daughters married, so it really has gone by fast. Wow. So you you went into this with a partner and. Um, Tell us a little bit about his background. I know a little bit about yours, but I don't know much about him. Oh, yeah. No, he's a special guy. He was the head developer for Metasoft. And Metasoft back in the day was the number one uh, brand in terms of market share for medical practice management software. And so um, he was their rising star, became their head developer. And so I actually own little dental offices. I, I worked there and left and started my dental offices. And then I got a call one day, we had this idea to start dental software together and uh, software is so much fun. I had to go for it and do it with them. So Absolutely. anyway, but he's, he's an awesome developer, he's very special. I've always loved software development and, and tech development in general, aside from the fact that it's a great business model with wonderful, uh, wonderful resale value uh, because of the multiples. It, it really, it gives you a unique ability to fix a problem that existed that no one had a solution for and maybe people had some workarounds but it hasn't truly been addressed did you have a similar drive in starting this company was there a problem that you saw needed to be fixed was there something missing in the community yeah well the technology at the time was pretty old <laughs> you know believe it or not people are still using a lot of this older technology so we knew we could do a better job um and so in the dental offices i owned um we felt like the software could flow better between the operatory and the front desk, just that flowing. Um, and then the databases our competitors were using were antiquated databases. And so we could improve with that technology. That's kind of hard to explain sometimes to the dentists and their staff, you know, we have a better database, but their data is more secured. Um, just, uh, you know, this little things how we designed it because they came out, some of our competitors were just so old they were locked into their old technology. They couldn't make the changes we could make to make things run more smoothly for their practice. 
Well, it's definitely a problem we see a lot in dentistry, um, particularly with the, the big guys, because they tend to acquire other companies and then they find a, a bridge component to say, okay, well now, you know, company A, with, which has an EHR, if you press this button, it's going to launch this module that's really such and such that we bought. And it all gets kind of tangled up in, in trying to bridge things and, and trying to get your twain drivers to work with everything else and everything else under the sun can go wrong. But whenever you have something, an opportunity to custom write a piece of software where from point A to point Z, you've written the entire software to work the way that you want it to work, rather than having to patch things and, and kind of jerry-rig them, I think that's always a better solution. So I, I really love the fact that you guys built this from the ground up for, for imaging and, and you know, practice management as well. But the reason I had you on today is because you guys actually have not just the software, you've got hardware out there that I think a lot of people need to hear about. Because I'm always about saving money if you can get the best quality possible or match the quality of the most expensive things. And you guys have got a really cool sensor out called the Dream Sensor. I'd like you, if you don't mind, can you cover that a little bit? Talk to me a little bit about why you developed this sensor and, and you know what its capabilities are. Excellent. Yeah, great question. Great comments. Uh, uh, the uh, so we released our self practice management software first, and uh, it was already a mature market. Just to be honest, uh, software's been out for a while for Dell offices, but uh, our sensor uh, we we <laughs> sensors were just a new thing back in the day when we got our business going. So I'm on the phone, you know, wearing multiple hats, getting the software business off the ground, and I find that to everybody I talk to. They also want to talk about sensors. And so we took a little peek at these sensors. What was out there? And we found, number one, I was just floored, Doc, how expensive these sensors were. Oh my gosh, they were selling those things for so much, you could almost buy a car for what you could spend on these sensors. Well, so the, I'm thinking, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking they better be pretty good. Well, they weren't very good. They were super thick, uh, they had sharp corners. And then the big thing was the image quality wasn't very good. And yeah. so we knew we could do better than that. And so that's when we got involved in sensors. We thought, okay, all right, we did the software thing. This will be easier. We're going to come out with our own sensor too. You know, one of, the, one of the situations that we had early on in development of these sensors was cable issues and having to replace the entire sensor. Cable went bad because of the way that it was attached to the, to the, uh, the CMOS. And it, it, it just caused a whole lot of issues. And speaking of which, the reason they all had those issues is because almost everyone uses the same chips in the, the same sensor. Uh, they just repackage it. Now, personally, I'm a huge favor of the, the rounded edges on a couple of the, the major competitors because they're more comfortable to patients. And I find that the patients will sit still better. You'll be able to get a better image if it's not poking into their palate. So talk to us a little bit about what you guys did in that aspect of things whenever it came to design because i know that you told me whenever we first spoke that your sensor was really comfortable for the patients and that that's one of the reasons why i was excited about it because it gives us a good costly uh, not costly but a, a a lower cost alternative to that same design so talk to us a little bit about that yeah so i think we talked about the cord and the comfort um with the cord uh that's the weak spot in any sensor you know every device has you know, in the industry and in whatever industry you're looking at has its weaknesses. And so when the cord enters into the housing, 
you know, that gets moved up and down day after day, week after week. And so over time, if your sensor is going to break, that's where it could break. The sword might be, the cord might be pulled out. And so we, um, we spent a lot of time on that. We had an office in Texas, a slam busy Medicaid office. I swear they could break anything because they did. And we worked closely with them uh, in our factory to uh, fix that. We uh, ended up putting a Kevlar reinforcement cable into the housing. It's pretty thick with Kevlar to make sure that didn't break. And they, after, after we figured this out, they couldn't break our sensor anymore. It's a very proud moment of ours. And so uh, if the sensor were to break right here, it's also repairable. Some of our competitors aren't. We can repair the cord of your sensor. Um, going on to the, uh, the comfort on the sensor, um, this is a proud thing. We have the thinnest CMOS sensor on the market. And so hopefully you can see this, but this is the thinnest CMOS sensor on the market. So I, that's I, a big deal. I knew that you had rounded the edges. I didn't know it's the thinnest as well. That's going to help a lot with these guys who have the big exostoses and things like that, where you're, you're trying to get, you know, an image of something or even someone who has a huge palatal, palatal tori. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting way back in there, getting that third molar. We're going to get it back back there a little easier. And then the corners, like you indicated, are rounded and they're beveled. Comfort's a big deal. It's a big deal when it comes to dentistry. You can't have this be painful. Well, it's like the most, it's like the most uncomfortable place on the face of the earth. I mean, you've, you've got to pay attention <laughs> to all of these little fine touch points to make sure your patients are comfortable and, and, and they're less miserable. You're never going to get them happy to come and see you, but they're less miserable to go and see you. But um, so you guys created the software, you created the sensor. Now, the, the, the $22 million question is, you've created a good sensor, and it's comfortable, and it's a great value, but what softwares will actually work with it? Now, you know, does it work with Open Dental? Does it work with EagleSoft, um, Dexas, or Dentrix, rather? Who does it work with? Does it work with some of the newer cloud-based systems, too? That's an excellent question. You know, back in the day, 17 years ago, when we released our sensor, people didn't have imaging software. So we sold our stuff. But today, everybody has their software now. You know, that game's over with. Right. And so people already have picked something. And so um, it's been a lot of work on our part, but we've made our sensor open. So this Adenomax Dream sensor is an open sensor. What does that mean? It's going to work with virtually everything, all the thing, all the software systems you mentioned, plus a lot more. And so, you know, chances are, um, if you go back in your mind, it took a while to train your staff on your software, right? Think of your dental assistants, think of your associate dentist and your hygienist. You had to train them on all that stuff. It was probably a pain. There's a learning curve. And so if you've already adopted something, your staff is comfortable with it, they're already using it. Our sensor is virtually plug and play is a term we'll use. And so we'll set it all up to make it plug and play. You can use it just the same way you're using your current sensor. So there's not a big learning curve with our stuff. It's easy to adopt our sensor. So if someone were to be, let's say, starting a new practice, okay, I, I'm a huge advocate for keeping things as simple as, pos as possible whenever you're starting a new practice, because I mean, let's face it, most of these guys, they are going to be overwhelmed just with trying to learn how to run a business making sure that their software works together is definitely not someone anyone wants to have to play with. I mean, there's a lot to do in running a practice. So how compatible is your software with 
other electronic health records? What, what can it be used with? And what is the cost in getting started with your software as well as the sensor? Because we have kind of talked about the price here. I think that that would be a great point to start up now. Yeah, so excellent question. So, you know, you address something with a sensor works with everything, virtually every system out there. And then we have our software. And so our imaging software works with virtually everything. And so there's a little point of confusion sometimes out there where somebody, you know, they'll, they'll use Dentrix, that's practice management software, but then there's also imaging software. Chances are for using Dentrix, you're using Dexas's imaging software. <laughs> then there's the hardware, which might be the Dexas sensor. So you have all these three things working in different combinations. And so our imaging software works with everything. We choose to go with our imaging software, meaning it's gonna integrate with your Dentrix software. Our imaging software is gonna work with your DEXA sensor. Uh, it will also work with our sensor. And so everything that we sell, be it our sensor, our imaging software, and our practice management software, we've made them all open. So they talk nicely with That's fantastic, more. because if you just decide that you wanna spend thousands of dollars more, you could spin on a sensor, you can still use their software, which is fantastic. So what what price were you looking at on the software and where, where did you guys put that in the market? Yeah, you know what? We still want to gain market share. Beyond that, I own a dental office and it seems like, boy, these big corporations, they want to attach themselves to your bank account. You know, you have this little partner siphoning money each month, you have these major monthly payments and it just gets old because I had to pay those bills. And so, you know, we're not corporate America. Uh, we feel like we're one of you. I think we are. And so we have partners and we understand where, look, we want to make money, but within reason, right? And so we're priced in the very low end of the market, to be, to be frank about it. Uh, our software, our sensor, our sensor is a fraction of the cost of the other guys, sometimes less than half the amount. Uh, and then our practice management software, boy, I'm high up now, you know, I have a bunch of employees selling my stuff, but uh, $129, I think is what we're selling a month for our practice management software. Wow. And that, that includes support and everything else. That is fantastic. Hi, folks. This is Doc Huffpower, founder of the Business of Dentistry and host of the Dear Doc podcast. Before we go any further, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about one of our fine sponsors, Dentamax. Now, I've been able to land a phenomenal deal for all of our TBOD members and our listeners on the Denimax Dream Sensor. Before I jump into the offer, if you didn't already know, Dentamax offers high-quality dental sensors. They sent me one of their Dream Sensors to try out my office, and my staff just raved about it. If you're picky about image quality, Dentamax has you covered. When you get your sensor in, a technician will help you by setting it up so that you get clear, concise images all of the time. In fact, they can even set it to mimic a sensor that you had before that you like the image on. All you have to do is share which one it was. It has a tough, durable housing, and it's backed by a three-year manufacturer warranty, which is one of the longest warranties in the industry. I also like the thin design. With the beveled corners, it makes it easy to place in the patient's mouth, and it's pretty comfortable. Now, I know a lot of you may be worried, will this work with my imaging software? You don't have to worry there. Denimax has you covered there as well. Denimax Dream Sensor works with virtually all software. In fact, it's usually plug and play, and you never even have to use a Twain driver. 
I'm excited to share this special with you because David Ornette, Denimax's CEO, was willing to give us a really great deal. All of our members can try the Dentamax Dream Sensor for free. That's right. They'll ship it out to you and let you use it for two weeks. In fact, they'll even have their technician dial it in on your systems to make sure it looks as good as possible. Now, all you have to do to get this offer is go to denimax.com forward slash TBOD. But guys, that's not it. Denimax is going to give you $3,000 off of their retail price plus a $200 discount above and beyond that just for being a member of this community. So you can get a size one sensor for just $27.99 and a size two sensor for $37.99. It's a really great deal on a really great sensor, but you don't have much time to wait because this deal ends on July 4th. So go ahead and go to dendamax.com forward slash TBOD Check out the deal and celebrate your freedom from high prices. Thanks again, folks. This is Doc Huffpower. Let's get back to the show. So talk to me a little bit, because I'm intrigued here, because you're saying about half of the cost of some of the others. Um, what sizes do you guys sell these sensors in? Are we looking at a size one, a size two? Do you guys have the smaller ones for peds? Do you have the larger ones for peds as well? Uh, what, 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 what are we looking at here? Yeah, so great, excellent question, Doc. Um, our, we have a size two sensor, that's important. You know, our being the thinnest sensor on the market with the rounded corners and whatnot, uh, it just gives you a lot more real estate to work with, a bigger footprint, if you will, so you can diagnose caries and whatever else as a doctor. You know, some of our competitors have smaller sensors. They're still super thick. And so, you know, you're giving up some of that that area and the, the bigger of the picture, the better for, for diagnosing. Um, we also have a size one. Our size one is kind of a, it's between a one and a zero really. It's like a size 0 0.6, 0 0.7 maybe. Uh, and so um, that one's great uh, with the kids, uh, much smaller. One thing you can do too also though with our bigger one, we have some pediatric offices. They'll, they'll do occlusal shots. <laughs> And so they'll put this on top of the molar. I was going to ask about the bigger ones, but so your, your size two is still big enough that they can do an occlusal shot with the number yeah. two, which is good because that saves them the cost of, you know, having, I don't even really know what they use now because it's been so long since I've taken an occlusal. It, it was back in school, but you know, it, that kind of, it gives them more options with the size two. And that was actually something I was going to ask you about. Are you finding that a lot of dentists or, buying a one and a two or are they buying just a two or are they buying multiple twos I and mean, with that thickness you know i can think of some patients definitely i could put that in instead of a number one so yeah. what are you finding well two is definitely more popular you know at times it's three to one right now i would say it's four to one uh if you're a brand new office um i recommend getting both most offices do to get started but they usually have three to four times as many twos as once in, in the office, much more popular sensor. So all of these, all of these products, um, there is a natural lifespan that's built in simply because the equipment can only be irradiated a certain number of times, or at least that's what I've read. What do you find is the average lifespan of one of your sensors? Well, that's an excellent question too. Um, these all last a long time, um, depending on how you take- It's not a very good business plan. 
well, you know, most of our offices are growing, you know, and a lot of times they are expensive, even ours, you know, we, we cost less than the other guys. It's still a sensor, it costs a few thousand bucks. But uh, so most offices don't buy extra sensors and you have, you know, sometimes you bottleneck your office because you want to take x-rays at the same time. So, Absolutely. you know, we, 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 we make money through your growth, right? But, uh, uh, you know, we, uh, as far as uh, how long they last, um, uh, you know, we have an office, uh, you know, it's, he's had a sensor over seven years in his office. Oh. So, you know, I, I find that exposure thing, that's not what's going to break your sensor. It's going to last maybe a decade. They it's tend to go forever. It's, it's the abuse they get from your dental assistants. I'm just going to be frank with you. Your staff will eventually break your sensor or your patients. Uh, you know, you want to be careful with, you know, how you talk to your patients, telling them to bite down, maybe close down. Uh, uh, you know, we, we have a position around it and all sorts of things to help protect it. Um, but uh, it is a sensor. Uh, you want to be careful with it. So, you know, if it breaks, it's because somebody did something. And seven years, that's amazing. I'll tell you, the longest I had one last in my practice was four years before it had to have repairs. And luckily, it could be repaired at that point, but it did fail relatively soon afterwards. So that's really, really good to know. One of the great things is I had a good relationship with a company that repairs them. Let's say someone breaks your product. What does the warranty process look like? How does how long does the warranty last? And do you guys do your own warranty work? Excellent questions. Yeah. So all of our sensors come with a three-year manufacturer warranty that protects uh, for manufacturer defects. And so if the sensor breaks for it, for any manufacturer defect, send it back to us. We'll get it over to the factory. And then we also provide, provide a five-year protection plan with our sensor. Most of our competitors don't do this. Uh, so if you do something stupid, you know, with your sensor, you did it, it's your fault. Um, we'll, we'll sell you a sensor at a greatly reduced price. Uh, so a fraction of what you paid for originally. So between the manufacturer warranty and the protection plan, you're covered. The other thing that we do is uh, we'll send out a sensor to your office while we're evaluating your broken sensor. That was you're not down. That was going to be my next question is yeah. do you have a loaner program because that's so important our sensors are so important to us and there's something that we don't even really think about unless we're wincing because someone did something we don't like with it. Uh, yeah. We don't really think about it. It just works until it doesn't. And then all of a sudden you realize it's the cornerstone of your practice. You can't see new patients. You can't see crowns. It's, it, it, it's a, it's, it's mission critical. So practicing dentistry without x-rays is not a, not a way they go to a third world country to do that. <laughs> So, so how long does it take to get a, um, a sensor out? Let's say I call you up and I say, hey, look, I'm, I'm dead in the water here. I, I need a sensor ASAP. How fast yeah. would you get a sensor out to that office on your loaner yeah. program? Yeah, normally, well, as far as the loaner program, you tell us, you know, if you, you'll pay for the shipping on that. If you want it overnighted, pay the overnight rate. And we just UPS will overnight that thing. Early morning, Saturday delivery, if you want it, we can do that. So okay. as quickly as you want Guys, I want to remind you that we are on a live right now. Um, I know some of you may be at lunch, um, but um, go ahead and drop some comments down in, the, um, in the, the comment section below if you have any questions for David. And that we're going to cover a special deal that he and I arranged for you guys uh, whenever we spoke. And um, I also wanted to make sure I said that uh, 
Dentamax is now an official sponsor of the Business of Dentistry and the Deer Doc podcast. So thank you guys for helping to support everything that we do here and um, and helping our dentists out. And particularly for this super, super cool deal that you're offering. Because guys, I'm going to tell you, usually I have to break arms and fingers to get something out of a company to, to get you guys a deal. And whenever I suggested something, David just said, well, why don't we do this instead? And it was way better. So I'm going to let you tell them what the deal is, because I know you were, you were putting the final points on the, on the idea there, but talk to them about how they can get one of these sensors in their office to try it and how much money you're going to wring out of them to give your sensor a try. Excellent. Yes, Doc. So I'll try to remember what we talked about, right? I remember we, we threw the kitchen sink at this offer. Um, so uh, we'll send out a free trial. First of all, before you buy the sensor, we want you to try it out for free. We'll ship it out to you on our dime. You can try it out for free in your office uh, for a few weeks. And once you've used it, either with our software, you verified it works natively with your current software, your Dell assistants love it. They don't want to give it up, right? Um, then what we're going to do, remind me, but I, I'm pretty sure we're giving them a couple hundred dollars off. So well, we're gonna, I, I, when we finished talking, you said, I think, let me put pen to paper and see what we can do. So I, I don't want to, I don't want to speak out of turn. Uh, in fact, do me a favor and send me all of the write up on exactly what you want to offer them. So I can put it into the link in the description so that they can, they can get this deal. Well, all, Hey, we're live. Let's have some fun here. So we're, we're going to, we're going to take, uh, let's see, $3,000 off the retail price right off the bat. Okay. Uh, and then on top of that, we're giving them an extra couple hundred bucks on top of that. That's what we'll do. So okay. we'll have the best offer, period, Doc, for your group that anybody can get. On Guys, you, you heard How it here. You? Best offers you can get on this sensor. You can try it for free. Let me try that again. Hey, you can try this sensor for free. All you have to do is contact them and tell you or you're on TVOD. And you're going to get the best offer in the industry on this sensor. One last question. Talk to us a little bit about image quality. I wasn't worried about it because I looked all of your pictures up that I could find. So talk to us about how you measure that and how the Dream Sensor measures up to the competition, you know, the guys who are double the price. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you a bold statement. We have as good a sensor image, x-ray image as anybody on the market, anybody, if not better. And we do that with different things. Uh, first of all, inside the sensor, we have a unique scintillator. And so there's a part inside the sensor uh, that's very unique to our sensor. And then we also build a lot of things with our software uh, over the years. And this is like our work, uh, but we apply uh, filters, uh, all sorts of things to render that perfect image. Um, and then probably the most important thing, the third thing, is we will work with you and your staff to produce your perfect image. And at this point in the game, um, you probably already have a sensor, meaning you're used, you're used to, you're biased, right? We all are. You're used to a certain image quality. Right. So if you already have the CareStream sensor, that thing's, you know, a lot of other dentist opinions over brighten. It's like glows almost super bright. That's what CareStream dentists like, they like most of them. And so we can make ours look, look just like that image. Uh, if you want your image darker, crisper, smoother, whatever, we can produce your perfect image. And what's gonna happen, 
it's going to be better than the one that you have now. <laughs> so if you want a crisp image, we'll make it a little crisper. And so, um, you know, we'll have the image for you. We have a high quality. The way you can measure the quality of an image is, is zooming into it. Um, to show my age maybe a little bit here, I, back in the day, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I, I had an Atari. And, and, and everything was pixelated. You know what I'm talking about, the little pixelation? So you can zoom our, into our image really far and not get, yeah, you gotta go really far before it gets pixelated. So we have a wonderful, beautiful image that you can really zoom into to do your diagnosing. Um, and so it's David, customized for you. David, what was your favorite game on the Atari 2600? And what was your favorite pet peeve? I know what mine was, so what was yours? All right. Well, I love Missile Command. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. There's all sorts of them. What, what was your favorite, Doc? You tell do you, me. Do you remember? It was, it was a tie for me between um, a Chopper Attack. Uh, okay. I think they renamed that Apache Attack later uh, because it kind of looked like the Apache Attack helicopter. Yeah. And um, the other one was actually Gunslinger. There, there was just something about that ricochet setting where you could ricochet underneath the stagecoach and the stagecoach is moving. Uh, it, that was, it was such the challenge to beat my parents on that. I, I, think, I think my biggest pet peeve was either how the joysticks wouldn't last longer than like a year. I don't know. You were probably more careful than I was because mine broke all the time. Or that driving paddle wheel. Because you remember they had the two paddle wheels. They had one that went all the way around and they had one that would stop at almost a 340 degree rotation, you know? Oh. And the one that would stop would always break. I don't know, maybe it was just me. How was their warranty? <laughs> right, right, no kidding. I guarantee they weren't sending you out a freebie to uh, or, or a, a, a loaner so that they could figure out what was wrong with it. You just chunked that stuff and went and bought a new one. So. Really excited to have this new deal out in front of our in front of our members, and um, really want to thank you guys for becoming sponsors of the of the podcast and the business of dentistry. We're going to get for you guys out there. Um, we're going to get you all of the details. We'll have it typed up. Um, I'll have David's people send it over to us, and we'll post it exactly like they type it, so I don't make any mistakes because they're already being super generous. And um, we'll tell you how to get in touch with them to get this deal. Thank you guys so much for giving us your time over lunch. And um, thank you for being supporters of the Deer Doc Podcast and the Business of Dentistry. David, thank you again for your time. So, to be clear, we're going to give you $3,000 off a sensor plus a $200 extra off because, Doc, this is your gig. We're going to take care of your guys. So. Hey, and you can try it for free, people. You're going to try it for free. Best deal on the interwebs. All right, guys. Have a fantastic day. This is Doc signing off. Thanks, Doc. Do you feel like you are wasting your time and money marketing your dental practice? The fact is most marketing companies are not focused on your best interests. They focus on their profit. At Art of Dental Marketing, our engagements are month to month, allowing you a low risk and foundational level to build trust as we build real solutions. Right now, TBOD members can enjoy exclusive discounted pricing on our ultra fast websites and local SEO services. Visit us online at artofdentalmarketing.com or call us at 913-214-8502. Thanks for listening to the Dear Doc Podcast, your source for the business and legal questions associated with your dental practice. 
Don't forget to subscribe to the Deer Doc Podcast on all major platforms.